So let me play another soundbite. Is that what you're talking or listening to and hearing when Kobe Bryant says this? Basketball, a lot of times, it's, um, has to do with the emotional space that you can put yourself in. In that particular game, I was in one of those moods. I mean, you know, a couple of Nick guys would come up to me during the game and say hello, as we've done in the past, and I just ignored them because I just, I, you know, I was in my zone, and I didn't want anything, you know, outside of that taking me out of it. To be able to build a wall around you, here's another soundbite. How do you tune out trash talk or heckling? I mean, how do you, you know, kind of all this stuff going around? You get in character. Like the game, we played the Knicks. I wasn't in the mood to talk to anybody. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say hello to Spike. I wasn't going to say hello to my man Jay-Z. You know, I, I just wasn't in the mood. I didn't want to hear anything. I was in my, my mode, my focus. I wasn't going to let anybody break that. And here he says he puts himself in a cage. So just like you just mentioned, Brian, you, you train your mind. Here's Kobe telling us how he trains his mind to put himself in a cage emotionally. It's a good separation for me, you know, emotionally, to be able to put myself in a place where at practice or when I'm training or during games, I switch my mind to something else. I switch my mode into something else, right? For me, it's the equivalent of Maximus, Desmus, Meridius, and Gladiator picking up the dirt, smelling the dirt, it's go time, right? So that was my mental switch. It was like an actor getting ready for a film. You got to put yourself in that cage. When you're in that cage, you are that character. And then when you leave there, it's something completely different. But when I'm in that cage, bro, don't touch me, don't talk to me. Just leave me alone. What do you hear when he says that, Brian? Yeah, I, I think of, you know, we're often talking about we have to uh, help our, our, our clients, you know, our, our physician clients or our engineering clients. They've all been trained in traditional methods, right? 2D methods, uh, conventional manufacturing methods. And we try to help them come to a new space, right? A new space where you think a little differently. You think about the three-dimensional object that's in front of you. Uh, you know, one of the examples that, that we uh, talk about frequently is uh, we had a windsurfer, right? And he had been treated a few times for an ACL meniscus, right? I'd heard that earlier in the show today. Mm-hmm. But it still hadn't solved his problems. And, and finally, he had gone to, to one of the clients that we have worked with, and he started to think about it in three dimensions, right? He had gotten that CT or MRI, created a 3D model, and saw that there was an alignment issue inside of this, uh, this particular windsurfer's leg and knee structure. And that allowed us then to work with them to create a, a, what's known as a cutting guide. Think of it as a, a three-dimensional matching piece of plastic that very accurately allowed the surgeon to cut uh, this particular patient's leg and rearrange and then use uh, plates and screws to create that alignment that was needed and get him back on his, on his windsurf, you know, get back to his windsurfing career. So when I think of what Kobe was saying, I'm thinking about how you have to get your mind into a new spot. Don't think the same way you always did. Think about a new way that can help you solve your, your issues. What a joy. What a joy knowing there are people like you out there, Brian, who are thinking about us in the three dimensions. It's just awesome. It really brings to life that two-dimension format, whether it's a computer screen, it's looking at an x-ray, a CAT scan, but actually holding it in your hand with depth is awesome. Before I let you go, teach us a little bit about Olympic athletes, football players. Where else are you going in sports? 
Yeah, so back to our stories about the orthotics, right? Uh, just a recent example is uh, everyone on Team Great Britain that went to the Tokyo Olympics uh, has a set of personalized patient orthotics. Um, Paula Radcliffe, who held the women's uh, world record for over 16 years, uh, she runs on them. But they're accessible to the regular person as well. And that's one of the things that we really like to get out there, that this this digital technology, Industry 4.0 and 3, 3D printing, they're really creating a democratization of manufacturing. And so there are places uh, all over the United States where just an average patient can go in and they can utilize the same technology that Olympic athletes are doing. That's what I think is great about this revolution, right? And you've got uh, companies like Carbon and Rydell that are creating 3D printed helmet liners for football players, right? And that's all, they're using the ability to create these unique structures to try to solve the problem of concussions in football, right? That to, to better absorb the blows uh, that are inevitable in that sport. Hmm. Uh, and then you go even further from there, bicycles and, and things of that nature. We're working with a lot of bicycle manufacturers now who are creating lightweight titanium parts hmm. to make cycling, uh, you know, cycling uh, equipment better for everyone. And that's available to just anyone who, who wants to buy them. So we really see the, you know, we call it the slow revolution as it starts to starts to pick up momentum, uh, et cetera. Uh, but slowly but surely, we're, it's walking into all areas of sports, consumer goods, uh, you name it. Wow. And, and one of the things I always like to talk about is when people say, well, it's really niche, right? It's not high volume, et cetera. Well, we trade to 50,000 patients of our own every year. Our customers, we figure, train about a million total with the technology every year. Wow. But the highest volume application I know is in California, and it's with Align Technologies. And everyone on the show would know them as Visualign. Invisalign prints over 200,000 pieces a day. So the, the little aligners that come out to move people's teeth around, those start off as a 3D print of the, the arrangement they want the teeth in, and then it's over-molded with a, a mouth-friendly material so that it can stay in your mouth for long periods of time. Gee. So that's just another application uh, that people don't really think about that's in their everyday lives that many people probably have taken advantage of. Well, Brian... Your dad, the carpenter, I'm sure is proud of you. But let me tell you something. Dr. Clapper, the son of a carpenter, is also proud of you. Keep doing what you're doing. It's just so exciting to share the planet with someone like you who's really passionate about making it a better place, and you do it through your 3D printing. Before I let you go, how can people learn more about your company? Uh, just look us up, uh, www.materialize.com. Uh, I mean, if you're interested in the, the orthotic side, our, our North American distributor is go-4d.com. Brian, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. You really made our day. Thanks so much and God bless. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Clapper. All right. Appreciate it very much. All right, Warriors. Coming up next, I'll take your calls. The clinic will be open. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN. When a river runs deep and the water is cold as ice. River runs deep and the water is cold as ice. 
get smart? Just what are you getting at? Check out the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Like this. Medical advice from Cedar sinai head of orthopedic surgery. Are you kidding? With a far rockaway attitude and a little drizzle of mozzarella. Well, it's important to me. Search Weekend Warrior in the space bar. Like this. And click on Doc's picture. I see. Like, follow, and enjoy the Weekend Warrior Facebook page.